Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Well, when Bobby Blades and I were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we had a lot of questions. How do we record an episode? How do we get our show into all the apps people like to listen to? How do we make money from our podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it is 100% free. That's one of my three favorite four-letter F words. It's also ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. As a matter of fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Now, admittedly, I am not a rocket surgeon. I'm not tech savvy. I need things to be super simple. Anchor makes it easy for us. We create the content and Anchor does all the rest of the work. I dig that the most. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join the Inhumans and a diverse community of like-minded degenerate podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. You know I'll be listening. Radio. mysterious world of the inhuman experience a paranormal podcast where we explore the strange and unexplained my name is bobby anthem and with me as always i was gonna say the trick to my treat but no no that's i don't i don't think that would be proper no 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 no. but he is my partner my ace and my fellow inhuman bobby blades in the house what's up what's happening man not too much. Just uh, getting ready for my all-time favorite holiday. It's funny, man. This is this is a lot of people's favorite holiday. You know. Yeah, it's like so, this and Christmas. It for me are the the two major ones. Yeah, they would seem to be polar opposites, but <laughs> eh, there's a lot of similarities, a lot of connections, and uh, a lot a lot of people love it, man. A lot of people have fond memories and. We are going to get into ours, aren't we? Oh, hell yeah, absolutely. Because I'm sure, I know I've always loved Halloween. I don't know how you feel about it, but I've got a lot of fond memories. Well, I guess we'll get into that. So, all this and more when we return. Nuclear Happy Halloween, 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 Hal
Let me know when it's running too long. <laughs> we can go now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Welcome to a special episode of the Inhuman Experience. I guess if anybody was going to do this, it would have to be us. This task falls on us. That's right. I mean, I don't know how many other podcasters out there consider themselves inhumans. But, um, you know, we kind of take that moniker and make it our own. And we're here to bring you into Spooky Town. I'm just here for the candy, man. You're here for the candy. You're only to, you're only a trick-or-treater, that's it? I like the candy. Well, I, I like, like the candy. candy, too, but I mean, come on. What are you going to be this year? I'm the same thing I am every year, man. The Predator. He's a Predator. Okay. So you've got every the year. you've got all the equipment and everything, the the little laser that sits on your shoulder and uh, have, all that you know stuff. I have, you know I have an eye laser. I don't have, <laughs> I don't have the tech. I don't do well with tech, but I have all the physical attributes. I have the hair. I have the, the height, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay. Uh See, I thought you were gonna go full out predator this year, man. I'm as predator as I need to be. Okay. So, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna hand out candy? Are you going to scare the neighborhood children? Like, what's going on? I usually scare the parents, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna. <laughs> I honestly, man, I, I honestly don't get involved in any of that, man. I, I, I don't want to be the curmudgeon, but I just, I just don't get involved in any of that. You're you know, such a buzzkill. I'm sorry. I'm just the <laughs> dude. I, I just I, I have my lights off. Everybody knows to stay away from my house. You know, my neighbors don't even know me. They don't see me ever. So Jesus Christ. Yeah. So basically, you're going to be sitting at home alone in the dark watching horror films. Or, oh, really? uh, sorry, sci-fi films, sci-fi films. Probably sci-fi, most likely sci-fi. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, but yeah, man, I don't, I don't know, dude. I've, I've never been the one to really, as an adult, hand out, like, do all of the handing out the candy and stuff, you know. Um, when my kids were little, their mother would usually, she would be the one to take them out, and you know, she got all into the celebrating and everything. I don't, I don't really celebrate much of anything, to be perfectly honest. Hmm. So, what about as a kid or a teenager? You didn't go trick-or-treating that much? As a kid, I went trick-or-treating when I was very young. When I was very young. Um, I, I kind of enjoyed it. You know, like, again, I enjoyed the candy. And it was really, it was more about my mother. My mother really enjoyed doing that stuff because she raised her siblings because both of her parents worked. My mother had a lot of siblings and she was really big on celebrating and just making sure things were good for the kids so she wanted she wanted it to be fun for my sisters and me my sisters would go out trick-or-treating dude I've, I've pretty much always been the same kind of guy you know <laughs> just staying in the house just just uh i don't know man not to bring this down from the jump but anxiety has always been an issue for me i've never done well around crowds ever in my life so uh trick-or-treating i remember from an early age it was kind of fun to go out with my friends you know wear our little costumes but 
Yeah, that, that didn't last very long for me. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. I just yeah, thought, you? like, you know that I dealt with anxiety, and I still do. Um, mm-hmm. But even as a teenager, I could not be in the house too much. I had to be out with my friends, and we'd be trick-or-treating and uh, doing all that funny Halloween stuff. It wasn't until I got in my late 20s that I kind of stayed home. Yeah. You know, it's funny that, like, pretty much in life, you go through different phases of celebration um, with Halloween. I think you suck. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you heard it from the horse's mouth there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to argue. Oh. Yeah, dude, we go through different phases of celebration for uh, Halloween. You know, when you're a kid, it's just it's fun to, to get all dressed up and and it's just like a big party. But for kids, you know, you go out, walk around the neighborhood. It, it's it seems safe. You know, when you're a kid, you're not really worried about anything. Uh, you're with your friends. You're probably with your parents or older siblings or whatever, whoever's responsible for you. And you're just getting candy. And it's, it's a feel-good thing. When you become a teenager, it kind of becomes a little different, man. I don't know how it was for you and your peers when you were teenagers, but for, for my peers when we were teenagers... A lot of my friends became the assholes who would go around snatching bags from kids and shit like that, you know? Yeah, that was a lot of my friends, too. Yeah. See, that didn't last long for my friends, you know? And I would hope that as adults, they regret that type of behavior, especially since most of them have kids now. But that's the type of thing that they consider to be fun, you know? You and your friends got involved in that type of stuff? Uh, I never did, but my friends were involved in various nefarious activities. <laughs> um, just uh, like the Halloween hijinks turned up to about 11. You know, instead yeah. of toilet papering and egging someone's house, they would probably destroy their property and stuff. Uh, property damage. Yes. Um, we did go one route with the toilet paper and the egging, and that was kind of funny because, you know, you could just wash it off your house. But when they got into the destruction of property, that's kind of where I was like, "Eh, I'm going to walk home now. And I didn't want to steal bags of candy from little kids because that was just messed up. Yeah, yeah. That that just seems like the worst to me, you know, just just ruining a kid's year, you know, (laughs) like is that ruins a kid's entire year. Yeah, I mean, come on. You get your bag snatched by someone who's uh, 10 years older than you or more. That's just... Right. Big know, kids. That's and not it's cool. already dark. That's not it's already cool. dark and scary for these kids, man. You know, and that was one of the things that I remember because there were bullies. We had bullies. Uh, we had a handful of bullies in my neighborhood when my friends and I were kids. And they tormented us uh, for for a couple of years, actually, throughout school when we were little and we knew when we were out trick-or-treating, we knew that these bullies were out there. You know, we heard whisperings. Yeah, such and such is out here snatching bags. And they wanted to beat us up anyway. So it just always felt dangerous. Like kids shouldn't have to go through that shit. Those aren't for me. Those aren't fond memories. So no, I think that's... it's I think it's kind of fucked up to build those kind of memories for little kids. Yeah, you don't want to do that. That's traumatizing. It's yeah. supposed to be about spooky fun, not uh. <laughs> Not beating the shit out of others. 
Right. It's 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 not a believe it or not, I guess it's not an evil demonic holiday. You know, and this this is this is coming from me being the Christian of the crew. <laughs> but but you're not the you're not the typical Christian. And and uh, but could you hear my air quotes? because what is the typical christian anyway really i don't know okay you're not the evangelical christian i'm not yeah i'm not an evangelical anything (laughs) but but i am a christian and i do know that halloween is not what a lot of people think it is you know it's actually it actually has christian roots Ah, so From, uh, <laughs> would you like me to get into that right now? I've got the old Wikipedia page pulled up. Yeah, you can probably do it better than I can. There's a couple of things that I do happen to know. Okay, good. So uh, we can we can kind of meet in the middle at this. Yeah. So uh, this is coming from the old Wikipedia here. I, I don't know how much of it is 100% correct. But Halloween or Halloween, a contradiction of Hallow's Even or Hallow's Evening, also known as All Halloween or All Hallow's Eve or even All Saints Eve, is a celebration observed in several countries. On the 31st of October, the eve of Western Christian Feast of All Hallows Day, it begins the three-day observance of All Hallowtide, the time in the liturgical year dedicated to remembering the dead, including saints, martyrs, and all the faithful departed. It is widely believed that many Halloween traditions originated from the ancient Celtic harvest festivals. <laughs> oh, I had a little trouble with that. Particularly the Gaelic festival Samhain, that such festivals may have had pagan roots and that Samhain itself was Christianized as Halloween by the early church. Some believe, however, that Halloween began solely as a Christian holiday separate from ancient festivals like Samhain. That to me, that's a very interesting thing. Uh, as far as um, there's, how do I want to put this? Uh, again, believe it or not, I am a Christian, so I, I do want to make that clear. But there has been a history of the uh, Christian religion kind of taking pre-existing holidays and putting their own stamp on it. You know. Christmas like Christmas for sure (laughs) Christmas is a huge one yeah Christmas is a huge one been celebrated for uh, basically long before Christ was born and uh, a lot of the things that are used like the the tree and um, different symbols and things like that were pretty much just taken like yeah yeah this is ours now yeah those actually come from other pagan holidays and when they conquered these people they kind of just to get them on the, you know, get on the bus, uh, they incorporated all this stuff into one. So it's kind of a conglomerate. Yeah, and and with Halloween, Halloween is largely a celebration of nature, you know, and the, uh, what is it, the fall harvest, I think? Yeah, I think um, so. Along with, along with Thanksgiving, you know, when you really get down to the American Thanksgiving, when you really get down to... Uh, the roots of, of what these things are supposed to be. A lot of a lot of these things are based on nature, and we're just uh, just had the uh, Christian religious stamp put on it. You know, which I'm not complaining about. It's just people shouldn't. I feel like people should know these things. Yeah, if they don't already. But yeah. if you 
we're actually doing the research this time. So if you choose to believe us, then we, we kind of have uh, our finger on the pulse of this. Um, right. If not, then whatever. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. matter. So, yeah. And so another thing that I thought was interesting that, you know, in case it got by anybody, just the word itself, Halloween, um, comes from Christian roots uh, because like hollow, you know, hollow as in like uh, sacred or sainted, you know, and the Eam part is a shortened ver- uh, version of evening, right? So it's All Hallows Eve. Yeah, All, all Hallows, all Hallows Eve. Eve. Yeah. So <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool and I just didn't want to glaze over that part, but. Nope, there's, uh, yeah, there's some good history to it and. You know, the, it's always fun to kind of look back and to see where things started and even legends like where they evolved from, because everything, I think, came with at least a grain of truth somewhere. And then it kind of got blown out of yeah. proportion. Yeah, that's how a lot of things happen, man. And and, and uh, things kind of evolve. They change a little bit. They take on different meanings. But even though I'm not one who celebrates a lot, I can appreciate Halloween and many of the things that come along with it. Again, especially the candy. Um, <laughs> please send candy. You can you can get candy any time of year. You just go to the store. I mean, I want candy now. <laughs> I don't want to go anywhere to get it. So, I mean, it's Halloween, man. Come on, get in the spirit. You're, you're going to have to go trick-or-treating. I'll dress as um, You're gonna have to I'll get dress, out of your I'll house. Nineteen nineties Buster Rhymes. Nineteen nine. Hey, that's uh, that's a good costume. I like that. Or or Lennox Lewis p- post fight. Now could I be uh, Kirk Jones for Halloween? <laughs> I encourage that. I encourage that with the mad face and everything. Okay. Yeah, man. So. Get, getting back on to the because we started off with our own history before we got into the um, actual roots of it do you have any standout memories of Halloween um I've got a few yeah and okay. the older I get the less I remember but <laughs> yeah there were the times like when I remember as a young kid and I guess it started um I don't know, maybe it was an urban legend or something in the 70s about razor blades and apples and you oh, know, yeah. candied apples and stuff. And so I remember we would, after we had finished our nightly haul, we'd come home and we'd have to dump out the candy and we'd have to check it. Like yeah. open the wrappers and check all the candy. We would throw like apples away. Sometimes people would give us toothbrushes. <laughs> right, right. So yeah, yeah that was kind of weird. Um, and I always wondered as a kid, I was like, why do we have to check our candy? And that was just one of those things that, you know, people were kind of being crazy or maybe it happened one instance but then like the parents got overly cautious about that and so you had to check your candy each time especially if you went to homes that you didn't know the people for sure yeah um yeah and i remember uh all the kids having like these plastic halloween trick-or-treat bags and i would like not all the time but at certain times i would just carry a pillowcase 
Yeah, <laughs> man, so, that's what we did too. <laughs> that was just yeah. one of those things, you know? Right. Yeah, we did that same thing, my sisters and me and my friends. We had pillowcases. Yeah, but as far as checking the candy and people uh, putting shit in the candies, like razor blades and putting needles and like Tootsie Rolls and shit like that. We don't want to give anybody any ideas. This is some really messed up stuff, man. It was messed up back then. It's messed up now. And I don't remember it happening a lot. I know that it, it never happened to us, you know. Likewise, um, it never happened on to me or my sisters, you know, we and we went yeah, trick or treating uh, every year. But like like you said, I guess I guess it was enough of an issue where at least for our generation, parents were scared to death. And it was definitely passed on us because my kid's mom and I, we always checked our kids' candy and nothing ever came up for them either, you know? But I, I, as a parent, I say better safe than sorry. Just as a person, I say better safe than sorry, you know? Yeah, definitely. Better safe than sorry. I mean, you should, if it's... If it doesn't come in a wrapper, you should always check it. But I mean, if it's wrapped and it looks legit, then I'd say, you know, it's legit. Yeah, yeah. You know, one memory that I have from the from the 80s, dude, we came up, we came up during one hell of a time, man. We came up during one hell of an era where <laughs> where we had candy cigarettes. <laughs> oh, yes. And the bubblegum kind, too. Yeah, man. Do you remember yeah, those? Yeah. Uh, you blew into it, and it had a little dust in there, and it a looked like puffer. smoke was coming out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. If you look back, man, there was so many like drug and and cigarette related <laughs> candies for us when we were kids, man. What the hell else were pixie sticks supposed to be? (laughs) (laughs) Shit. What about Big League Chew? I mean, if that was not a preparation to get you ready for snuff, then I don't know what was. Yes, that's absolutely what that was, man. And I believe they still sell that. Don't they still sell Big League Chew? I don't know. I have not seen that in a long time. (laughs) But I mean, that's insane. We had the, the stuff. I mean, our generation is it's a like the way things are now where everything is super safe i'm really amazed at like how none of us ended up dead (laughs) oh man a lot of us did man (laughs) and we had some fun we didn't they didn't give a fuck about us man remember what our playgrounds used to look like yeah we didn't (laughs) metal yes (laughs) concrete sharp edges yes concrete and uh we didn't have we didn't wear helmets when we rode our bikes we didn't have knee pads or elbow pads It was uh, just, uh, you know. Yeah, man. And I remember our playground. Our playground was on asphalt, man. They had us playing yes. up there in the fucking summer in like a hundred degree heat on asphalt. Dodgeball. Dodgeball. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yeah. our slides were made out of metal. Shiny metal, man, with sharp <laughs> fucking edges. If you touch that shit wrong. Yes. And sometimes if they didn't take care of it, there was rusty things, and you could scrape yourself and get gangrene or something. Yeah, and on on particularly hot, dry days, you would get stuck in the middle of the slide and leave like a trail of skin. (laughs) (laughs) Leave a trail of skin down the slide. I I remember that. What about the monkey bars? They they weren't over soft sand. They were over concrete. So if you fell from the monkey bars, you got your ass fucked up. It was was concrete, asphalt, or gravel. That's what they had us on. Yeah. Yeah. God forbid you go flying off a swing and uh, skin your knees and get little rocks embedded in there. Oh, 
that would happen, man. I probably still have gravel in parts of me. Knees, <laughs> elbows, wrists. Yeah. Yep. Nothing was kid-proofed. I mean, we didn't have... Um, uh, strangely enough, we kind of knew not to stick our fingers in the light sockets. Uh, but I Did digress. We... We're getting away from the point here. <laughs> Did we really know that though? Because I, I used never, to play with light sockets. I, ne- <laughs> <laughs> I never stuck a fork in a toaster. I never put no. fingers in a light socket or metal things in sockets. So, you know, I, something just told me not to do it. I used to play pretty dangerously with light sockets. <laughs> you know, I don't know how I made it through. I really don't. Bobby dangerously. Bobby Dangerously. I did some really, really dumb things. Well, I mean, I've done incredibly stupid shit. I've just never stuck my fingers or hands in a light socket, so... Uh, yeah, I, pr- I probably have done that exact thing, but... But... Um, I don't know, man. Yeah, as far as Halloween, uh, any other any other memories? Because I have a couple. Honestly, the, the rest of the memories I have are kind of nefarious. That what we were talking about, you know, as teenagers doing dumb shit. Okay. And there was this one one time, uh, we had a neighbor we didn't like, and we kind of all gathered together, and I don't know where we got dead fish. Honestly, I don't. <laughs> but we smeared dead fish all over the windows and put it in the back seat of the car. We toilet papered the tree in front of her house and we egged the shit out of her house. Um, <laughs> and I, I can only imagine what it was like for her in the morning coming out to that and like driving to work because that must have been pretty bad. Yeah, she must have been as pissed as I know I would be. <laughs> <laughs> shit, I would be pissed too. I mean, I look back on some of the stuff that I did and I'm like, I would have yelled at myself. Most yeah. definitely. I mean, as long as it's not happening to you, you feel like it's harmless. <laughs> but when you're on the receiving end of it, it's like, you know, I want to murder every fucking body in front of me. <laughs> All the kids on this street will die. Right. <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, man, you know, I, um, I have to say, I feel like, you know, being in my mid-40s at this point, I feel like... And, and having raised kids already and going through the college years and all of that, I feel like I missed out on a lot of young adult Hollywood fun, Hollywood, Halloween fun, you know what I mean? Both. <laughs> Little Freudian Halloween, slip there. Hollywood fun, no, both. Halloween, Hollywood fun, man. I feel like I missed out on a lot of that good stuff, man. You know, like the... Uh, the, the crazy freaky parties with the girls with the, the slutty costumes and all of that. I See, like I, I missed out, out on that too. Where, why was I not invited to any of these parties? Son of a bitch. It's the cost of being inhuman, man. Yeah. God oh. damn it. I would have I would have gone to those, I think. But... Yeah. Hey, you know, I, I mentioned it before that the college that I went to, I went to an art school. You know? Oh, so, yeah. So it was kind I mean, of like hippies all there, you know? You, you probably could have had a lot of sex. All kinds of freaks, man. Well, I mean, if I could have, I would have. But I was there and I didn't. So, <laughs> so you know, Halloween or not, I just didn't have that luck. But just just thinking about how crazy, because they were a bunch of freaks, man. Everybody I went to school with was like just a freak and a weirdo. And I loved it. It was just, it was cool. It was the best. You know, I don't say this like it's a negative thing. I enjoyed my time in college, but just thinking about how the Halloween parties must have been 
you know, and I didn't go to any of them, but I know that they must have been crazy with a bunch of artists. Man, and I missed out on all of that good stuff. Like I said, it was like going to school with hippies in the 60s. Hippies and freaks and weirdos, my people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, One memory that I have of Halloween as a young adult, and I was actually in college at the time, I think. Maybe I just finished. Yeah, I think I must have been in college. This was when I this was when I was living at the cemetery. And I had to work in the cemetery on Halloween night. I had to patrol. I was a security. I had to patrol the grounds. And there was a uh, a big wall going around the entire cemetery. Big, beautiful wall, actually. It was an old stone wall. And there were some girls in there figuring they were going to have a good time. They didn't expect to see my big, ugly ass roll up in the car and shine the light on them. I don't know how many girls there were. (laughs) I'm sorry, the intern is just going nuts today. (laughs) I'm with that, though. Finally, the intern is doing their job. Um, But these girls, these girls, they saw me roll up in the car and they panicked. And the ones who could jump over the wall to get out, they did that. But there was one girl there was one girl who couldn't get back over the wall. She was just like jumping and jumping and her friends just left her. And I just, I got out of the car and I just stat, stood there at the car shining a light on her while she's just jumping up and down trying to get over the wall. <laughs> and, and I start laughing at her. She stops trying and she looks back at me. She's like, sorry. I'm like, get the fucking car. <laughs> so she got in the car. I'm like, your friends just left you. She said, yeah, I just met them and they thought it would be fun to come in here and they left me. And like, so that was a pretty cool memory. She was cute too, but I'm like, I was kind of annoyed, but kind of entertained. It was Halloween. I didn't want to be in a fucking cemetery. That was the last place I wanted to be. But I don't know. I kind of consider that a good memory. I drove her to the gate and let her out, but she was still on her own. So I I don't know what happened to her. I kind of felt a little bad for her, I guess. Hopefully she got home all right. Yeah, I would think that she did. She must have stayed right there in the area. Now, this was in Pittsburgh, though, right? This was in Pittsburgh, yes. Allegheny Cemetery. Holy shitballs. Yeah. Yeah, that's... uh... I don't know, unless I'm with a, a lot of friends and they're not acting like assholes, then uh, I doubt I'd go there. <laughs> it is a beautiful cemetery, man. You, you can look it up. You can look it up. Again, I know that I mentioned this a bunch of times, but that's where uh, George Romero filmed uh, Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> Big, Shit. beautiful cemetery. That's awesome. Yeah, second best job I ever had. Yeah, and you had some uh, you had some paranormal experiences that we talked about in like episode one and two. Yes, sir. That's badass, yeah. dude. Yeah, and still, I, I enjoyed all of my time at that cemetery. So that's one uh, precious Halloween memory that stuck with you. It really is, man. I'll probably keep that with me forever. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that girl was pretty cute too. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. For oh reason, man. I wasn't thinking about making a move or anything. My goodness now. This has less to do with Halloween, more about sexy fun time you were talking about, but yeah. I do remember one friend had a Halloween party. Um <clears throat> and he lived right in back of my house. So like all I had to do was hop a fence and I was in his yard. 
uh, anyway, he had a Halloween party one year, um, and there were a couple of girls in there. And somehow we ended up playing Truth or Dare. Okay. <laughs> um, and so, I mean, this was crazy. I'd say we were about, oh, man, I hate being old. Damn. <laughs> we had to be about 13 or 14, something like that. Oh, younger than I thought. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so, um, yes, yeah, somehow it ended up being truth or dare. We're all in his basement and we're playing. And like one, uh, my friend had, he was like, all right, it came to me. And my friend was like, okay, I dare you to kiss her ass. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's gross. That's where farts come from. <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, I did it on a dare. And then like uh, the other guy that was there, he he got dared to kind of finger blast the girl. Holy and shit. I was like, damn, why couldn't you have dared me to do something like that? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I got the short end of the stick there. <laughs> Holy shit, man. But yeah, um, yeah, 13, man. It's not like I was having sex at 13, but that was like one one kind of almost sexual type. I don't even know what to call it. Uh, that was an experience. It I was. a lot at that age. It was an experience. I got to kiss an ass. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's something, man. Beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. <laughs> but yeah, that I'm surprised I didn't remember that sooner. Well, shit, I'm glad you remembered it now. <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> I think that was one of the only Halloween parties I went to. Yeah, dude, I'm honestly, I don't think I've ever been to, you know what? Uh, I guess I did go to one when I was a kid, when I was a real little kid. But, you know, that was little kid stuff, you know? It's little kid stuff with my best friend. Um, it was no big deal. Man, that was so I long ago, I barely even remember it. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I didn't have any of the crazy times like that. Uh, well, see, that was only one crazy time. Yeah. I'm sure if I had gone to many more Halloween parties, it probably would have gotten a little wilder. But it just never came to be. Yeah. You know what? You yeah. gotta you gotta take that and do it now, though. You you've got to make that your own. Put it on your bucket list. Yeah, I'm not too old, right? You're never too <laughs> old. Of course, you can't go to uh, you know 18 year old Halloween parties. You got to go to adult Halloween parties. 18 <laughs> is too young for me, anyway, man. <laughs> that's uh, that's scary. 18 is scary young. It's not even appealing to me. I would feel like the old weird dude trying to recapture his youth going to those type of things. Yeah, and I don't see it working out that way. You know, <laughs> uh, you know I don't want to be that creepy. You know? That's fucking creepy. Yeah. There's an old man. He's got long <laughs> dreads. <laughs> I'm actually, since, since we're mentioning this stuff, man, and... and I missed out on the crazy young adult stuff, and apparently you missed out on the crazy young adult Halloween stuff. I want to hear, I want to hear other people's crazy young adult Holly, Halloween stories. Yes, do it, yeah. do it. Yeah, 
That's what I want. Yeah, and so, man, we need to get the intern, but if you want to send us your Halloween tales, uh, especially crazy, weird, sexy ones, uh, you can send them to inhumanexperiencepodcast19 at gmail.com or just listen to the end of the episode and you can hear our friend Klondike Bill talk about all the places you can contact us. Get at us, man. Let us let us enjoy our Halloween vicariously through you. Yes, please. Please. This goes out to all of you degenerates. We love our degenerates. <laughs> yes, we love our inhumanoids. What's up, man? The Great Pumpkin is real. I know. I saw him two days ago. Did you see him? I did. I saw him too, man. Oh, like the only thing about it is it did not age well. Did not age well, man. But, you know, got to give credit to Linus for, for sticking it out, sticking to his faith and waiting. And the Great Pumpkin is real. The Great Pumpkin is real and... It is terrifying, but and not in the way awful. that you think. <laughs> Terrifyingly <laughs> awful, yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> now, I know it, it took you uh, probably an hour and 30 minutes to get through that movie. It took yeah. me three and a half hours just to finish it. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, when I was 16 and I saw it, I thought it was the greatest thing in the world. And I remember. oh god! <laughs> now it's it's just I uh, I there are no words. I have no words. I remember seeing it when I was younger too, man. I think I, I probably saw it. We're talking about Pumpkinhead, by the way. Yes, I, I, I saw it. Maybe uh, I think it came out in what eighty eight. Yes, like nineteen eighty eight. I think I, I think I must have seen it in '89. I definitely didn't see it in theaters, but I mean, just like you, it just it seemed like uh, it seemed airtight. The story seemed tight. The mythology seemed tight. The acting, the back, everything about it, it was scary. It looked great, but now watching it now, I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> is this? <laughs> Why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> Uh, credit where credit is due. Um, the creature that Stan Winston created holds up, except the stupid, goofy facial expressions <laughs> on Pumpkinhead himself. And they must have, if they had just kept the original one that they went with, like in the first scene, that would have been great. But then to give him a more human and goofy smile on the face and take yeah. away the sharp teeth, that just became utterly ridiculous. And as for the storyline, <laughs> yeah. what storyline? It was super weak, What man. fucking storyline? It was super weak. There was so much that they could have done with, with the mythology, too, man. Like, when you, when you oh. really look at the, the premise... The, the mythology is there. They could have done so much with it. And there's there's so much that was right with this movie, in my opinion. You know, not that, not that either of us is any type of a professional movie critic or anything, but there's so much that was right with it. Lance Henriksen? I mean, he's a fucking legend. 
Right, man. Right. Speaking of fucking legend, the movie opened with Dick Warlock. <laughs> Dick fucking Warlock, who was Michael Myers in Halloween 2. <laughs> oh, see, I did not know that. I don't even know who Dick Warlock is, but thank you. Dick Warlock is a legend, man. He's he's, he's an underrated legend. He was also the, the personal stunt double for, uh, for Kurt Russell for 25 years. Over 25 years. My goodness. Yeah, stuntman, actor. And I mean, that's not to say that uh, Hollywood could do any better in 2019, but Jesus Christ, there was there was so much room for like the spirit of vengeance. If 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 a man been wrong, dead Harley, you can call <laughs> on a special kind of demon. <laughs> Man, how much did those accents just pull you right out of the movie? Oh, man, that's why I had to keep getting up. (laughs) (laughs) It was so fucking ridiculous. It was was tough to swallow, man. I I feel bad for sitting on this because I really do. I really did have fond memories of that movie. And Pumpkinhead is one of those legendary film creatures. I mean, I wouldn't put him along the lines of like Dracula, Creature from the Black Lagoon or the Mummy. But I mean, uh, he could probably go in the Pantheon with Michael Myers and Freddy Krueger. I would say so. I I mean, Pumpkinhead. And Stan Winston is known for creating like some of the most badass monsters. Right, right, right. But I mean, as far as uh, as far as directing... This was his first effort, right? Am I am I right in that? Or, I am uh, not sure. I'd have to look into that. Yeah. But I, I don't know, man. I, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to shit on it. Like I said, I guess. How did the movie do? I did. I probably should have looked some things up on this, but <laughs> I don't know how the movie did when it came out. I don't know if it performed well, but I know that even to this day, it has a cult following. Yeah, um, I can say that. This is probably the best out of all the uh, Pumpkinhead franchise films because the other ones were just complete, complete garbage. I mean, I've seen them and I wouldn't recommend those to anybody. Ugh, I can see that. I'm, I'm pretty much going to stay far away from them. But I don't, again, I don't really do much horror anyway, but I, I kind of have no desire to see any of the other ones. I might actually rewatch the first one again as much as we're shitting on it I might watch it again um, I could see I know that I know that a comic book exists and I could actually see this movie um, being a fairly decent comic book do you know anything about that? no I've not even heard of that yeah so yeah. there's a Pumpkinhead comic book it's probably, probably better than the films I would hope so I, I can I actually see it being pretty decent yeah, because you could pretty much do anything in the, you know, in the world of comics. So whereas like back then there was no CGI effects or anything like that, really, um, which is good because, you know, it made things more realistic. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, in, in the world of comics, in the medium of comics, you could you didn't need like all the suspension of disbelief that you have with watching television. Right, right. It, it works more with your imagination than actually seeing these things. Yep. And, and I'm glad you mentioned like the practical effects. I, I much prefer practical effects over uh, over um, uh, CGI. Same here. Um, 
always have, man. A lot of times the CGI just takes you right out of it. And it kind of makes you lazy too. Uh, I think as a creator, you kind of appreciate it more when you actually have your hands on these things. You have to work to uh, to make this thing look like what you want people to see. Uh, CGI makes it a little too easy, you know? Yeah, that's why I liked the monsters from the 80s, like uh, Swamp Thing and all those other yeah. films. It's because they didn't use like all this computer generated stuff. They had uh, the practical effects, these people wearing these heavy ass suits, right. and it made that all the more real. It's like you could suspend your disbelief and be like, oh, I'm actually here. This is happening right now. Right. You yeah. were on the edge of your seat. It, it was it made it more real. Yeah, you could, you could, you feel like you could actually touch it. You could see the textures and the layers. You know, it 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 seemed more tangible. You know? Yes, and and it it forced them to have to make it a little bit darker. I mean, I know that the quality, the quality of of recording is much, arguably, I guess you could say, much better now because things are much more clear. You know, with with technology, but. In certain in certain genres, clear doesn't necessarily make it better. No, high, de high definition <laughs> doesn't necessarily make it better. Certain genres want that <clears throat> grit and that dirt and that darkness. You know. Yeah, and we're so spoiled now. It's like we have to see them like in ultra 4K high def, super clarity. But there's something to be said about like those films from the 70s and 80s. Like you're watching Alien and everything is dark and you're yeah. seeing the alien and like you can only see like a small amount of it, like its head and its mouth yeah. opens up and there's shit dripping from it. Yes. But um, with the new Alien films that have come out, it's like they're in broad daylight and it just doesn't have that same effect. It takes away from it. Yes, it does. It Definitely. should be like dark and you shouldn't have to see every detail of the creature. What you don't see is much scarier. You know what I mean? Right. Kind of like with what they did with Blair Witch, even though that movie kind of sucked a bit. But it's because that you couldn't see what was actually chasing after these people, or if there was anything that made it yeah. more freaky because you heard yeah. weird sounds, but you couldn't see anything. Right. You can't see what it is that you're supposed to be running away from. Right. You know? In a lot of ways, that's much scarier than actually looking at the thing. Because you can, you're actually using the power of your imagination to create a creature of your own device. Yeah, and your imagination can conjure up much scarier things. Yeah, definitely. Can be shown. At least mine can. And, and from judging by some of the dreams that you told me about, I know your imagination can conjure up some shit. Yes, even when I'm not sleeping, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, same here. Yeah. <laughs> so shit. I mean, yeah. I mean. Uh, back in the day when I saw it, probably 92, 93, Pumpkinhead was the absolute greatest monster movie that I had seen. Um, watching it again, it just didn't age well. No, no. And a lot of things don't, man. And just a quick plug to our friends from Saturday Morning Cartoons podcast. That's Morning with a U. Sean Paul Ellis, he calls it the Voltron effect. You know, where his memories of Voltron, 
and he coined that phrase, the Vol- the Voltron effect, and and I feel like that should be a thing that people remember. His memories of the original Voltron, well, not the original Japanese, but the Amer- the original Americanized version of Voltron. His memories are much better than when he decided to actually go back and watch. You know, I so can he went see back that. and watched it. He was greatly disappointed. <laughs> I'm Great. sure if I watched that or even the, the old G.I. Joe cartoons, I would be yeah. just like, what What the hell am I watching? This stuff is terrible. It, it, and it really was. I actually, I went back and watched G.I. Joe and I went back and I watched He-Man and the Masters of the Universe as an adult. And the nostalgia is there. You know, it's not going to destroy the the great memories that I have of those but they weren't as good as I remember them being. <laughs> you know, it's okay to appreciate things in the past for what they were, but you know, we, we can. And so it's also okay to recognize that they they didn't they didn't have it all the way together. <laughs> so. I'm sorry. Our intern is just going fucking nuts over here. Good, man. <laughs> earn that pay that you're not getting. Yeah, earn, earn that pay so, so Bobby can get his uh, studio set up. <laughs> so, I can, so I don't have to sound like I'm calling from jail. Yep. You're you're in a tube. You're in a fucking tube. <laughs> but yeah, the Voltron effect pretty much stands for uh, Pumpkinhead. But I don't know. I, I still have fond memories of the movie. I don't want to completely shit on it, even though that's exactly what we've done. My yeah. memories of it were good. Well, what I'm shitting on really is the storyline and yeah. the acting or, or the writing, not the acting, because the acting, I'm sure, was they did the best they could with what they had. With what they had. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it was kind of painful for, you know, to hear Lance Henriksen with that with that accent yeah that was tough i mean where were they from anyway uh were they in like west virginia were they um uh down south somewhere i mean what's what's up with that they were clearly i believe they were down south somewhere but i i I can't remember if they mentioned it in the movie Uh, that's another something that we probably should have checked up on yeah damn (laughs) i gotta the intern should have had this stuff available to me on my tablet they were somewhere down south with a, with a terrible, terrible accent. A very terrible southern accent. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. There was a lot that was wrong with the movie, but still, again, I stand by saying there was a lot that was right with it. It's still a Halloween classic, in my opinion. Yeah. You know. The mythology was solid. Yeah, yeah, the mythology was there. They just didn't really deliver on it, but... All in all, it's it's a classic. We can't take that away from it. It is a classic. It just it just doesn't hold up well. No, I I can't imagine what would though. You know, there there's so we're looking at it through the lens of youth, and now that we're older and we're kind of more cynical, and so we're seeing things for kind of what they are instead of what they were. I guess so. But then you can name movies like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, the original Halloween, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You know. Oh, you're going deep on me now. Okay. <laughs> you um, know, I mean, I feel like I feel like we can go back and watch those, and, and they'll still have this sort of the same impact that they that they did back then. 
Yeah, you might Even be right. I'll have to check that out and see if it if it's actually true. We might have to do that. But for now, this was Pumpkinhead. Yep, this was Pumpkinhead. Special Halloween edition. <laughs> Thank you for contacting Inhuman Resources, a Q&A segment where you can have your cues aid by these two jackasses, at least to the best of their limited abilities. Feel free to ask any question at all from how to make a peanut butter sandwich to how can I get my hot co-worker to notice me to how do manatees procreate any question at all. Just contact at IEXP underscore podcast on Twitter with the hashtag Inhuman Resources or email Inhuman Experience Podcast 19 at gmail.com with Inhuman Resources in the subject line and we'll see what we can do about bringing you that much closer to enlightenment. Now transferring you over to the Inhumans. Okay, Bobby, are you ready to answer some questions? Of course, man, I'm ready. This, this is what we are here for. This is our job. Okay, so uh, this one came in through email uh, from Scotty, and he wants to know, did they purposely make dyslexia hard to spell? That's a good question, Scotty. Um, first, let me see if I can tackle this. Let me see. Let me tap into my, my vast... Uh, bank of knowledge D-Y-S L-E-X-I-A You're you're, well on the technical front you are correct but it's actually spelled A-I-X-E-L-S-Y-D Damn it I got it don't I I fucking got it (laughs) I'm sorry, you might have dyslexia, yes. Damn it, dude. I got the Lex Dixia. It might even be worse. It could be diabetes. Oh, (laughs) fuck. I got to eat oatmeal with Wilfred. (laughs) With the badass mustache. Yep. Uh, You were so close. You you really were so close, though. Why didn't my parents tell me? If you were at a spelling bee, you would have got second place. Okay, but to answer Scotty's question, um, apparently the answer to your question is maybe. 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 You know what I think? What do you think? I think it's the Illuminati. It's a fucking conspiracy. It's a conspiracy, yeah. So many people say that what we do is a conspiracy theory show and we always have to correct them and say no we don't cover conspiracy theories we cover paranormal the strange and unexplained but right now we have tapped into a conspiracy yes and well it is strange and unexplained because after i did a little deep diving on the old dark web there um i found out that dyslexia doesn't actually exist it's called backwardism. Backwardism. Yeah. So they can do away with the word altogether. That's right. But I don't know why they're why they're keeping it. You know, they're just diagnosing all these people with dyslexia when it's not. It's just backwardism. I could feel the breeze from your air quotes over here. I'm sure you could. <laughs> My sarcasm is strong with this one. 
I think what Scotty is is kind of trying to guide us to is maybe maybe an alternate spelling of the word itself because they're trying to confuse and confound us. Yeah, they want to keep us their slaves. That's what's happening. So so I, I think Scotty wants us to write it how? How would you say? D-I-S? Yeah, D-I-S-L-E-C-K-S-Y-A, I think. That seems to make a lot more sense. Yeah. Because why would there be an X in there? I mean, come on now. Who puts X's in things? How many words have an actual X in it? Right. I mean, what, you got xylophone? Ooh, big deal. And that doesn't even fucking sound like it. No. The, the xylophone is a Z, right? So dyslexia, is that how you say it? See, none of this is right, man. Up is left, down is blue. <sighs> I the question Jonica, everything. The, 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 fucking Scotty. My reality has now been shattered. Thank you very much, Scotty. You did this, Scotty. You made this happen. It's all your fault. We blame you. Yeah. So thanks a fucking lot, Scotty, for sending in your question. And if, if you have a question for Inhuman Resources... You do what the lady said. Go ahead and send that in to IEXP underscore podcast on Twitter with the hashtag Inhuman Resources. Or they can also email us, right? That's right. You can hit us up on the old Gmail at Inhuman Experience Podcast 19 at gmail.com. All right. And that wraps it up for this edition of the Inhuman Experience. Yeah, man, this was a fun one. We uh, we got to talk about some of our Halloween experiences, some of our fun times, some good memories, some uh, actual history of the actual Halloween. And I felt pretty good about it. How about you? Same here. Feeling really good about it. Feeling good about the direction that everything's taken. Yeah, man, and I feel much, much better when the listeners actually send me candy. I'm dead serious about that. Yes. Send your candy to Bobby Anthem. Um, Care of at IEXP underscore podcast. Mm -hmm. And also, (laughs) while you're doing that, let us know about your Halloween experiences. We want to know your stories, your, your sexy Halloween costumes. All that good stuff. Absolutely. And if you have pictures of said sexy Halloween costumes, definitely send those too. Even better. Until then, may your drinks be cold, your women be hot, and all your problems fall off like snot. You've been tuned into the Inhuman Experience podcast. Join us again on this strange journey as these two geniuses attempt to make sense of the strange and the unexplained. If you've got a question or a story to tell, you can contact the Inhumans on Twitter at IEXP underscore podcast. Or you can email them at inhumanexperiencepodcast19 at gmail.com. Your story could appear on a future episode. Feel free to leave a voicemail at anchor.fm forward slash inhuman dash experience dash podcast forward slash message and make yourself heard. Don't forget to leave a five-star review on iTunes for a shout-out and to have the review read by the boys. Thank you for tuning in, and until next time, we are the Inhumans. Are you experienced?